0: To welcome to the 1994 Old School Show.
1: <laughs> What's your base bins, I'm telling you.
0: Alright troops, welcome to another podcast. Before I kick off, I'm thinking about changing the name because the Old School Show's no really summing it up. I'm thinking maybe something like DJ Talks. If you've got any ideas, shoot me a message. Also... I'll get some stuff to tell you about before we jump into our next guest's interview. Tickets are now available for my next 1994 event. It's on Saturday, the 31st of August, 1994. Sounds of Eden, and it took me five years, but I've got Shades of Rhythm as our very special guest. Join me doing an ultrasonic anthem set. 1994 Residents, Trevor Riley, Joe Deacon, Malcolm X, and MC Cyclone. It's going to be an belt and I you Get your tickets from Ticket Scotland. If you can't wait until then, I've. Also got a 1994 Family Fun Day on the 6th of July. Bring all the family on Sunday afternoon from 12 until 4pm. We're just going nuts. It really is a wonderful, a, a mad wonderful afternoon. Anyway, here we go. We're here for another episode of the podcast and my guest is house DJ John Mancini. Hi Mal. Hello there. Is that how you say it? House DJ? How would you like to be recognised uh, I prefer legend right uh, of course I, I don't know I what prefer to be
1: let's keep it let's keep it real legend <laughs> this is
0: a Watson hang. legend Watson all. <laughs> the legend John Mancini I shouldn't even need to say your name after it no no just legend <laughs> <laughs> I thought Ronaldo Ronaldo he's just got a number on <laughs> <in> the back <laughs> um, I right, so the, the basic just as you know this wee podcast is just talking about guests journey through music and You know, what was the thing that got you into music back in the day?
1: This would be a fall of war. Oh, (laughs) jeez. Back in them days. (laughs) Uh, um, I mean, I I, I was was influenced. Uh, there's There's not a particular type of music or anything else that that I can relate to has been growing up because I was it. I was into everything at the same time I was a kid I was born in, I was born, in the, born in the and I went <laughs> I, I lived through the 70s and 80s 80s was massive for me mm-hmm. 80s was just a great decade because I seen a lot of real artists became super super mm-hmm. groups or super artists and it was all about talent then for me you've seen it through bands whether you're from Scotland England whatever, whatever. if you're good good enough you came through Progressed from Deacon Blue to Simple Minds to etc etc That 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 was that was my thing, and that was the my decade because it was raw talent for me that came through. I liked that. More advanced kind of thing. Uh, yes, well, teenage years would be you two, Simple Minds, Big Country. I think everybody was into that sort of thing. That was and, and, and when you two were just progressing through the Under, Bird Lids, Under a Blood Red Sky album, mm-hmm. Bad, um, and at that time as well, early 80s Simple Minds were far bigger
0: than U2 When they remember they were the kind of stadium band U2 oh, were like nipping at their heels I disagree no. with that So you are made a U2 fan I was Simple more Minds. a U2
1: fan right. um, They were on par but they were slightly they were the, the same sort of fan mm-hmm. if I'm honest but they were slightly different uh, Simple Minds were more slightly electronic slightly but they were a band but they were slightly more electronic and, and U2 were just an out and out band and, and you two had a, a fucking bell end of a lead singer called Bono <laughs> well, I <laughs> don't know how much he was a <laughs> bell end at the time I know he was cool back then he was cool he had mullet, He mullet he was just and then he started his, his political push, and that was him done anyway YouTube two were massive for me Simple Minds were massive for me big country um, bands bands were big in the 80s for me that probably was my first real buying of records buying albums um being heavily into something, that would be the other other stage in my life when I was in it. Was actually in a, a a lot of heavy rock, where I liked AC/DC, Rainbow, Black Sabbath? So I'm surprised to hear that. Listen, everybody likes ACDC dc mm. Everybody even, likes.
0: I like, even though it is like hard rock, it's actually pretty accessible to anybody, yes, really, isn't
1: it? Yes. I mean, I went through loads of different stages in life, as you do. As you're a kid, the mods were in at some point. Then you went to a rocker, and then. A bit of punk then, in there, I know. Bit of punk, but I did progress into the bands. The, the 80s bands would be, as I said, U2, Simple Mind etc., mm-hmm. etc. Et and that was that was that was the time of the mullets. That was, it was a mega time for music, wasn't it? It was great. I mean, even even Glasgow was was real really really healthy. Uh, you had Dayton Blue. Goodbye Mr Mackenzie. Simple Minds, mm-hmm. etc. Loads and loads of stuff. It was just a great time for music. What did you think about sort of tail of that when the synth
0: explosion started coming in? Oh, but wasn't it, it was maybe even the early 83, 84, wasn't it? Because it was a bit of a you were either into the synth, electronica or you were into the rock.
1: That was a kind of maybe like a first divide, was it? Uh, well, pro- probably when, when you're talking 84, 85 I would be starting to touch into the hip-hop. Mm-hmm. Um, I became a break dancer. Bro did you didn't know right. that either Sorry. <laughs> you I used group? that loosely A roll of Lino A roll of Lino and up, and up outside the co-op, probably doesn't really stand as being a, a break dancer. But that that's what we done. It was, it was it was it was just it was it just it just captured me. We'd for We couldn't even
0: afford vinyl. Yeah,
1: lino. If he spent more money in batteries Aye, for well, the last blaster. blaster. <laughs> <laughs> Half an hour later, started. Oh, aye. Aye. So the hip hop
0: things came in. Did, did, did that cause any divides with your pals who were into rock? And then they're gone. Let's sort this hip hop part. No. Did everybody just into everything
1: we, we see. So the hip the hip hop thing for me and the BMX years mm-hmm. went hand in hand for me slightly. Um, that was the music we played when we were. Popping. <laughs> <laughs> so, by the way, popping has a has a different meaning nowadays. Does it? I don't need to look it up. Popping and locking. Is that be right? That's right. Aye? Popping and locking. Um, that that that's that. In my BMX years was uh, as, sorry as I progressed from from the bands and stuff. Then I went to this hip hop, and I went into the the the, the break dancing and the BMX and just to interrupt sh- you did this come feel like maybe like
0: a, a community centre up your way because that's how it kind of evolved certainly doing my
1: way it, pro- it probably would be it probably a local thing but then we went we would BMX wise there was a massive park at Livingston uh-huh. and we, we would cycle there 10 miles and then ah, just to run get about to your it, bike right? all day, it was a belter as well it was a full park. It was a cracker. they Did the track and everything, but music was heavily influenced for me mm-hmm. back then in those 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 years because I don't know. It was just youth culture, youth culture for me. I didn't see much youth culture during the eighties. I didn't see that Pr- too pretty much. Grim, wasn't it? It was pretty grim. It was it was aye. It was, was fucking pretty grim. It was it was Thatcher years. It was it wasn't great. But obviously they... the the end of the 80s changed stuff obviously with the house scene etc but during the 80s it was pretty grim and to see to, to, to grab onto the hip hop culture and the BMH culture at that particular time was great for me as as being a kid I was probably about 45 at the time
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: but that that played a big influence to me to, to go to the dance scene probably because the BMX scene and the hip hop scene probably marred from like hip hop, funk, soul, disco—that that, that was an amalgamation of everything. Mm-hmm. Much as I liked rock, much as I liked bands early eighties, I always had influences coming from disco, funk, soul, etc., and I was a I was a big fan of that as well. So my musical journey probably is—it's very hard to pinpoint and talk about one particular genre or or time in my life because everything crossed over, and I was in some seriously. Dull shit. Really eclectic. Well, I like Barry Manilow. Right. <laughs> Barry Manilow? What's I, the problem? I, I'm surprised. I'm
0: surprised at hearing the Barry Manilow. I think that That
1: comes from my mum listening right. to some suicidal that, fucking love songs. That's, that's that maybe nostalgia and memories of growing that's up in I, the house and all that. I, I heard Glenn Campbell, I would hear A Motown. Campbell, uh, Billy Joel was massive for me. Uh-huh. Um, I would listen to. Argy etc. That was all my influence through my family. That would be my music through influences through them. you would grown up to that soundtrack, Running a bit of Aye and I, st- I still listen to you quite a bit of it. I- I'm not one for listening to dance music in the house uh-huh. at, at all. I'm the same. It's, I'd, I'd go and listen to 70s easy listening or 80s or something, or fucking talk radio. <laughs> Don't worry. Jeremy Vine. I can't. I can't handle too much dance music.
0: Expect. Spe- spe- probably more like your Radio 1 nonsense in, in the chat hey you say I brushed my hair this morning Is anybody Have you brushed your hair oh, text yeah, in you just gone. I need some more substance And my fucking t-. it's
1: nonsense anyway. it's, it's, it's the, the Radio 1 is. listen we went through Radio 1 for the before there was a Radio 2 probably <laughs> um, Radio 1 which was massive with the road shows and the, a DJ was a DJ and then they came through the 90s the dance scene exploded, and Radio Two was fantastic. Radio One was fantastic, and it progressed and progressed, and then they changed oh all. And I don't know where the fuck they went with it. Mm-hmm. It just begs belief. Just well, it's just nonsense. Maybe
0: they are they're right in a way. They're just focusing on the youth, and we're not the youth always, anymore. Yes,
1: it was always focused on the youth, but music generally in your days is just utter shit. Uh-huh. Sorry, it's it just is not It's noisy. It's 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 corporate. F- Fucking manufactured bullshit churned out. But hey, we can get to that. <laughs> I'm
0: sure <laughs> you, we get to that on your musical journey. So, I mean, these are the tracks that you're listening to and, and enjoying. The, we touched on, you know, the the break dancing and hip hop was your big hang. Will we play a couple of these tracks before we go into talking about dance music, or do you want to bring dance music into that? Journey? No, I think I
1: think I think we go with. with for me, probably one of the biggest hip-hop tunes that sticks in my mind is Grandmaster Flash and White Lines. Mm-hmm. Belter.
0: Even the new in man, you play that, it's a fucking...
1: It's, I play it at the at the old street day of night sometimes, just drop it in, uh, and everybody goes, oh, fucking hell. It's For the world after have has gone mental. It's, it's... Listen, they don't make hip-hop like they used to. Mm-hmm. And you think it progressed, and it probably did progress in certain ways, but the, the hip hop, we'll go back to now these, is fucking utter Sh- shit to me. It's mumbling. It is fucking nonsense, sorry. It is fucking Aye.
0: nonsense. My, my boy listens to the mumble rap thing, and I thought it was actually a joke at first, but it's a fucking thing, man. Kendrick, is it Kendrick Lamar, is that? I, 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 think he's one, I think he's actually one of the, the most successful kind of ones. Yes. But there's, what, there's little guys that are, that are actually classified as mumble rap, because they're mumbling. All oh, right. it's a fu- you know like rap is, is is actually expressing yourself through lyrics and these folk are fucking took it back 20 years man mumble rap uh, know is, what that, is that no
1: like like an after party at 5 in the morning <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> mumble chat <laughs> mumble chat, <laughs> mumble chat. <laughs> right hey, mate mm, cha- mm, aye, aye, aye
1: aye aye
0: great night eh now they're putting beats to it <laughs> and fucking sell millions <laughs> but anyway so will we play Grandmaster Flash
1: Grandmaster Flash White Lines <laughs> Baby.
3: Stop
2: killing your brain.
3: Baby, it's nobody else's fault, so don't do it! Too high Don't you get too high, baby Turns you on You really turn me on and on Couldn't come down My temperature is rising When the thrill is gone No, I don't want you to go A street kid gets arrested Gonna do some time He got out three years from now Just to commit more crime A businessman is caught With 24 kilos He's out on bail and out of jail and that's the way it goes. K. sugar, K. Sugar. K. Athletes rejected. Governors corrected. Gangsters, thugs, and smugglers are thoroughly respected. The money gets divided. The women get excited. Now I'm broke and it's no joke. It's hard as hell to fight it, don't!
2: Freeze. Run. Freeze. Run. Freeze. Run. Run.
3: Get higher, baby! Get higher, girl! Get higher, baby! Come on! And dreams of passion through my mind. And all the while I think when of you I A very strange reaction The more I see, the more I do. Something like a phenomenon, baby. Tell nobody to come with no, no shoes and clothes. This ain't funny, but he took his money and sniffed it up his nose. Hey man, you and cops and blow? Sure, what you got? Dust flakes and rocks. I got China White, Mother Pearl, Ivory Flake, what you need? Oh yeah, well, uh, check it out, man. Just let me get a freeze.
2: man. i kill you. Yeah, man, that, that's, that's wrong. Ugh.
3: Baby, baby, baby.
1: there for me for, for, for day dot um, I can sit and listen to music in the house lights off just listen to a bit of classical and and, and be emotionally moved mm-hmm. seriously I can sit there and I can feel tears or I can feel something I can feel it there's, there's something so emotional about music and it's always been there and and I was I was doing Colours Classical a couple, a couple of months ago and Paul Roberts who's Paul F.K. class I remember we were just standing, we were doing a sound check and I it was, it was up at the Usher Hall and the strings were coming in for Adagio for strings and I was like, oh fuck. I could feel the rush at the back of my head and stuff. Mm-hmm. And Paul turned around to me and I remember him just saying it and I really fucking just remember he says, oh fuck, I fucking love music. Just because of this simple mm-hmm. thing and I could see it getting to him. It was getting to me and then it just fucking punched me in the face mm-hmm. with this, this, this phrase that mm-hmm. he said and I just went, Oh you fucker. And it just went and I am actually getting a bit of the no. goosebumps and I think about exactly what he said. Because right in that moment, there's certain certain moments in life, even when you're DJing, you can stand up there and there's certain times you just you just drop a tune and there's the sun comes right up. It's the just connection. captures you. It just and then you just know the crowd are getting it I know that you're getting it and you can just go like fuck. Mm-hmm. Just that like, wow. There's there's wow moments in there and it's it's there's nothing else does it for me like that. Nothing. No. Women, I everything, nothing. <laughs> nothing, See, as a as
0: a DJ, I suppose that's that's it's the moments you try to create and, and make happen when you take on every set. I suppose, isn't it? You try you try to get that connection, that yes. you, that spark. You try to generate as many of them as you can. You're lucky if you get them, but
1: you know, like at Disney Hatton, that often. Listen, I've had, I've had some fantastic nights and played in some fantastic gigs and, and venues and to fantastic crowds, but there's certain there's only a handful of times where you get that wow punch in the face, goosebumps, hairs at the back of your night moment. And that's probably what makes it worth it. Mm. They're the gigs that you remember for all the right reasons. Aye, aye. There's certain times and, and I've been, there's certain times when I've went somewhere I've never even been playing. And it's been, it's happened. It happened, it probably happened a few times when I'd be sitting you in Ibiza. Me? When,
2: I <laughs> 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 when I was in Ibiza. <laughs> <Are we> kidding
1: about <laughs> it? So we were in Ibiza. Uh, I'm always in there. Sitting in Ibiza, Princeton, probably early 90s. Sitting on the, the the Cafe Del Mar rocks before they built the boardwalk, before Mambo was open probably. And sitting there and, and a guy called Jose Padilla would be in and, and that. he was the guy that created the Sunset Strip and he was probably a big influence on in me through my years as well just because to go to Ibiza was was great to go to, 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 to these big clubs and see guys like Alfredo and stuff who just changed my life probably these guys but to sit on a Spanish island beach rocks we your mates and this guy's in playing classical music and a bit of Chris Rhea and stuff and you go the fuck is this? But to watch it with the sun going down and and you maybe get the guy be playing the Spanish guitar or playing live, you just go like, Fuck this. I'm not going home Guy. I'm I'm done with working, I'm done, I'm gonna be a happy, I'm going fuck this. Uh-huh. And it, it would I would capture these spiritually, and you'd be like, oh, fucking that's me a happy now, I'm not going home And to, to, to the moments that just went, This this is this is the meaning of life. Mm-hmm. It became that that emotional and that spiritual at times. And I'm no one for Sean emotions are spirit, uh, spiritual thing. anyway I'm no one for showing things I'm quite a reserved person um, and you like to put up a, kind of, a sort of a locked door see, see if I'm on a see, see DJing and stuff I don't get nervous DJing but I'm quite uncomfortable about being up in the front being in the public eye aye that's not my thing I never have liked well, it which is kind of surprising because well being a DJ in a night DJ year and very played, much and pl- played in some pretty big events mm-hmm. and being in the, uh, in the Scottish spotlight or whatever you want sometimes played in read one etc etc I'm not I'm uncomfortable being up there and probably people can see it at certain times and they go look at that born bastard up there Um it's just the way I'm unfortunately I, but we've, we've spoken about this quite a few times and you've always been merely like
0: just want to let the music do the talking, as opposed nothing. to. I mean, even me, I'm just fucking waving them on, trying to get them into. Aye, it aye. That's
1: funny. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but I'd, I'd, I've got a few other words to describe it. But, but it just, I know it shows you 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 are mere, and always have been. It's just about the music, you know. Obviously, your selection, your mixing, what you're going to play, and that that kind of does show.
1: Don't look at me, just fucking listen, really isn't it. Just, it's just, I'm slightly uncomfortable. Uh-huh. Um, Aye, it's just not my thing. Uh-huh. I know it's certainly not your thing. I mean, I'm, I'm the exact opposite. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> it, is, it is.
0: First and foremost, always about the music. Hundred percent. Then my approach, probably with the DJ, is there is a there's a bit of entertainment in there and all, but laugh. But that's probably because your personalities are a bit different. Aye, but you know, just, I'm, and, I'm funny, and and, and, and well, and that's the, it. You know, and I'm handsome. <laughs> <laughs> you know, no, but it's kind of like you, Queen of New York City, exactly. <laughs> you, you are
1: happy Christmas.
0: Oh, oh you're uncomfortable <laughs> up there. Where maybe I've just kind of went, ah, fuck it. I'm, I'm up there, so might as well enjoy myself. It's, it's like a night out for me. Listen, you uh, you If I'm honest, your
1: thing isn't my thing, but I have total respect mm. for what you do. And I've got a record, right? And that's the way it is. I've never, I never, I never, I try not to knock anybody Uh for their thing, what they do, right? If if they're genuinely good at their particular genre or their particular style, whatever, and and you go, "Hey, listen, you're doing well, you're being successful, you're entertaining the crowd, knock yourself out, well done, you're doing your job." Right, that's what it is, right? If you're an imposter, it's a different ball game. Mm -hmm. You're doing the piss That's a different thing. It's a different story.
0: Let, let's go back, right, we're talking about we're left it when you're hip-hop sort of stuff. Dance music sinking in. Before you went to Ibiza and all that, wh- wh- when did you start seeing the rumbling of dance music? Well, like...
1: The, the 80s were pretty dull. Pretty fucking dull. Music-wise was bands, etc, and the hip-hop thing. And it progressed into 1988 when the Summer of Love came about. And we didn't really see much of the summer of love if I'm honest. We seen whispers we've seen Scotland bits didn't of it then. We seen bits in the paper, Top Acid House. And obviously there's guys who listen there was guys doing it right, but there was guys who are probably be the claim to be the originators of dance music in UK which were Danny Rampling, oakenfold Nicky Holloway, uh,
0: Who's anyway, a, well, there's one other dude, isn't there? The, I can't imagine. They're there that credited has gone they're out. There and, right,
1: but it was happening in certain aspects, in yeah. spits of Sheffield probably Glasgow and Sextra, because people had went to Ibiza as well and seen guys like Alfredo and stuff deliver something that was was out of the ordinary. Do you know what? I never actually thought about that until you said that there.
0: You know, it is like credited as these guys from London went out and just fucking made it happen. Aye. You, you hit the nail on for me there. There's been guys from early the UK. Went there, maybe the years before Aye. and came back with the very same fields. They've maybe just no access
1: to mix, mag, and face. <sighs> That's it. They done it and they brought it back to London. Uh-huh. And London latched on it. There was there was pockets probably around about yeah. that that was happening. Like um, you're saying Leeds, Glasgow, Aberdeen and all of that. Yeah, stuff about. But the, the summer the summer eleven eighty eight came. But then Probably kids started Just to the end Of probably 88 And got into 89 89 was a big year Aye 89 was a huge year In, in Scotland for, for dance music Um It just exploded It was It was fucking weird It was so It was Oh there was I, I can't actually describe How Mental this went This This thing Just grabbed you And kicked you in the balls Basically mm. Even, an, even like came, um,
0: I'm sure it was the same it was like even like we mad pub boozers out the dance floor. Well that that's waistcoats and that and then all of a sudden it's getting like a fucking dancing video.
1: We, we we went and, and we done some of the, the big all nighters, dirt box and but plaza. Hold, hold on, and stuff before that. I, are you
0: are you DJing in the, or are you you a punter? When did, I was DJing first. So when when maybe we should talk Probably, about when you first started
1: DJing? I started DJing, I was collecting records. Always collected records. Um and I always collected 12 inches. Well. Wow. <laughs> I collected, I would see during, during the, uh, probably the, the mid to late 80s, I started listening to this stuff, but the 12 inch was king for me. Lionel Richie, hello, you got a 12 inch? <laughs> <laughs> I would get the 12 inch, always get the 12 inch, looking for that extra mix, looking for that yeah. something. Just to enjoy the uh, longer version of the song man, <laughs> as well, man. That was it and I, I, I buy stuff like Alexander O'Neill fake these oh, remixes and all that stuff and that's I progressed through as I say put 12 inches all the time wait 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 wishing I was lucky fucking 12 inches <laughs> <laughs> and I did buy all this stuff Mappy
2: <laughs> <laughs> sang it twice
1: just put it on twice you'll do it and I progressed and then I'll be buying all these 12 inches and that progressed to me to the, the dance music scene when you started hearing this stuff coming through and different different. you picked up tapes and stuff you go fuck's this you'd heard about some of you heard about acid house music and then you'd hear guys from Graham Park and stuff playing for the acid and you are going what the fuck is this stuff mm-hmm. what the f- where am I going to get this so you DJing in pubs or what? DJing in no? pubs I, I, I twin table belts whatever it was no no I wasn't the DJing really in pubs I was, right. I did the odd the odd the odd Fun, function, function the odd right. private part the very very odd All oh, your are in gear and oh, all oh yeah. I don't lights like gear and and lights and that try to fucking eye chasers and all that stuff and like you know a mobile I mean. disco set. Mobile up, disco. I... And this came on this this scene and that that's 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 a man. Um had you seen
0: you know for instance like maybe a couple of dance charts like twelve inches of like Alexander O'Neill or you know like a pet shop boys twelve inches or something you've played that is is there a different reaction you've seen on the dance
1: floor or is it just things are just I building? Went, I'll, tell you, I'll tell you the defining moment for me. I went to, I went to a night out with the, the, the flurry shirts and all that stuff right nothing to do with acid house just, just paisley pattern shirts ah, and and waistcoats and, waistcoats and, right. and I went to Newcastle with another 40 guys night out I was up, used to be a slaughterman butcher and we went a night out down there and I went to this club and it was a small club and the guy was beat matching and I'm going I went and asked the guy, says, where'd you get your mega mixes for I did I says, where'd you get them for he says it's just records. I've just mixed them. Fucking beat matching me. I'm going. What the fuck are you then? Uh-huh. How, how 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 is that possible? I didn't understand that you could pitch, move the pitch, Aye. and you could you could mix records. And uh, the guy blew me away. And he was playing dance edits and stuff. And then he would throw in a odd commercial thing etc. And then back out And I was going, sorry. continue Unknowingly, beats and- that was probably a defining moment for me. how a DJ could be. Smashing Nisi to a guy who just mixed. Aye. There's no breaks between the tunes. No, it's just made. an endless. As I said, I asked him, how'd you get the mega Aye, mixes? Because mega mixes were about, then uh-huh. that's what it was. But And that was probably the final moment for me. I went back, I went to Pegasus in Edinburgh, and I tried to get uh, these decks done, all this and stuff, and there's a fucking nonsense.
0: Did you clock the 1210s at the time? I didn't, didn't understand
1: right. about it. And then I seen guys like Graham Park and stuff, and found out all the equipment that they'd done and stuff. And then I went and bought up, say, decks in Hi Fi Corner. And I still have that made this day, and I'm perfect, Nick. Um, but, progressing music-wise, I'd be, as you say, they'd be buying Hearsay Megamix, fake mm-hmm. mix, And then these things came along, like, the, me, Acid House and Farley Jackmaster Funk and Steve Silk Hurley, etc., etc. Mars, pump up the volume. And it, the, the, the whole scene started to progress and started to really get momentum. And you would say, where the fuck am I going to get that stuff for? Mm-hmm. And I found out there was a shop called 23rd Precinct And that's where I would start buying these stuff you can, How you, did you find out there was a shop called that? I have no idea I have actually no idea Obviously we'd, we'd <sighs> You'd heard There was guys like Shagan who, who was on Radio Clyde And he would say I think I'm sure that's where maybe I got it from He would say I bought these records in 23rd Precinct I, like, oh, I need to find out where this is And it was probably a thousand other young guys that heard mm-hmm. this He'd done a dance show An underground dance show and, and Clyde and I found out where they got the tracks so off I went to Glasgow wait 20 quid 30 quid I'm going to get this fucking big bag of records how much yeah I get three how much <laughs> <laughs> did, did you did you see 10 pounds for a record there did you just say that <laughs> and that's how much this stuff was mm-hmm. but I became a vinyl junkie I started Pouring on my track my, my money into these tracks I wasn't a DJ anywhere And then I got a break well, your income Oh you didn't come for Being income. a butcher, hanging. How was that And I got I got a break One guy couldn't make A DJ gig Which was local to the pub My mates I know who's, who Will come down and do this And I done on to- totally different for him And they booked me And they kept me there And I put the equipment what in What club's this? A place called Rumours In Whitburn It was just right. a pub It's a pub But I had 200 Absolute fucking moon men Swinging for the ceilings, etc., etc.
0: Riding the buzz of this dance explosion. That, that's how
1: it went back then. Mm-hmm. That, that, it didn't matter where or when or what it was. The kids just wanted to get fucking mad it and no, dance about just it. go for it. And it was, it was a, it was an explosion in youth culture, and. I spent all the money that I earned from that place on records. Every week I was spending 100 £150 a week on just vinyl, 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 vinyl. Even that much back then when you're just fucking buying it, can I? I probably started 40, 50 quid uh-huh. and then it would got, it go, I it was like, oh, for fuck's sake. Yeah. I didn't care. Aye. I didn't care. There just was nothing l- better than getting home with a baggy vinyl. It is an addiction, isn't it? You just fucking had to have it before anybody else when it came out. White label, if you could. See, when you'd heard these tracks out, the, and then you went, oh, didn't know the name of it, it's Nation's Armor, fuck all, man. And then you went, you found this track, you go, oh, I've got it. I've got it, I've got it. Give me a. Give me two just in case I lost one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that, that's that's the way it was. It was it's fucking mad, is not it? That was there was sun. The something excitement or,
0: sexual about getting this track. Even the excitement or, like excitement when I flicking through the fucking the, the crates and you not know, even mad times like fucking like, I always remember like the you know the f- paper cuts in your fingers we going through you know actual the taking the records in. And never did got you ever that. get that? No. I'm fucking no. weird though. I'm actually no. That's the only <laughs> thing I didn't like, There's a pain involved. <laughs> <laughs> uh, first, first world problems. <laughs> I know, I know. Paper cuts. But, I, mean, even, I was going to even say then as well, when you are saying about 200 folk just gone nuts. That, when the dance thing started, you know, I, I was when I was just gone out to like the pubs and clubs. You no longer were just stunning. You're in. You're mm, no longer just, just standing, looking at buds. You're to dance. It was
1: all For the dancing. fucking first time ever. <sighs> I remember taking some mates we, we went to Edinburgh uh, I was playing at the vaults and these guys they just those guys I, I played football with every week and they didn't get the dancing that was another thing mm-hmm. so come in and they're standing and everybody's facing the DJ and they're like how are you supposed to dance with the birds? He <laughs> 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 still come tap them on the shoulder and stuff yeah. is that? no you just don't do that And they were getting up and standing in front of them, girls try
0: to try to do the moves, moves. and the girls going,
1: Who the fuck are you? Because people weren't interested in that. Uh They just wanted to it was a total different environment. Ah, Didn't they dance in couples? Didn't they dance Dance for your best and the floor for the the girls and all that? You take the thing I'll take the other thing. No, no. It wasn't like that. Uh. It was it was all about the music, it was all about the DJ, it was all about the 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 club and environment. It changed. It changed overnight. It totally changed, and I don't know where this. Everybody knew that you just faced the front, they faced the easy. I
0: don't know where that came from. Can you remember the first time you seen that? I remember the first club that I seen that, and was there a because t- that that <laughs> fucking. I remember walking in. I'll tell you where it was. I seen it Tin Pan Alley in Glasgow. It was in the city of culture. We used to leave the metro and come up to the town for a few extra hours, and I walked out of Tin Pan Alley. I'm mean, stills going doing it, and you seen the dance floor and the. D- and everybody's dancing feet, and it and it st- 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 stopped me in my tracks. I was, like, what the fuck's going on here? It's the first time I've ever seen it. You remember
1: that? <sighs> now? I can't remember the first time. No, but I do. Rem- I do. I do remember. For some for some reason, it sticks in my mind. Would be the first couple of times at the pavilion, and there'd be certain tracks or certain things that people religiously, tribally done. There'd be a certain clapping track where they'd all. And they all done this, clapping, 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 and I went, Jesus. And it was a track called the uh, Forty Five King, nine hundred oh, number. They did a the dance do, do. to that. And everybody bounced across the floor like it's like, wow and it just everybody got involved Goosebumps there was seven, nobody give gave a fuck what you look like or what you done or what you said or anything they just went you're here Aye. you're part of the family it's one it's one dance floor Aye. It just, and everybody just got involved it was an equaliser wasn't it totally nobody left the dance floor really um, they came and as soon as they were in straight up the dance floor they ah, were well, we'll go and get a couple of drinks and talk to somebody Aye, straight the in stuff. the door on right up it was a night out and you were don't get me wrong, there was, there was drugs involved. world we no, well, there was drugs involved. But that, for me, wasn't about the drugs. The dance scene was just, it went hand in hand with drugs. But the whole dance scene was just to- a total different culture for what was a few years before. Uh-huh. It, it totally changed it. And it was, it was. listen, you made mates for life there. All right. You made bonds for life that you could never, to this day, I have friends and buddies that I met in that dance floor years ago. Uh-huh. It changed life. It changed life,
0: changed culture. So look before, before and after your DJing, would you be spending time on the dance floor? Yes, I,
1: actually, believe it or not, I did. <laughs> Aye, I did. Uh, pavilion was a, was a great place for uh, People probably speaking of the metro and stuff only, etc. Every had their club that they went to, and mine was obviously straight there the Pavilion. The so pavilion. was you? I was why obviously
0: getting touching that because was you going there as a.
1: I missed a fu- one. or was you a DJ? First one. I went as a punter. Right. First one. And then I got in touch with Ricky who was trying to pump a wee bird that we knew. <laughs> <et cetera. laughs> and she says She says, Can you want to run a bus, etc And that's what I've already done. You ran a bus, you brought your mates down. Um I've said this in many an interview. I, I, I detest the people that go. And well, you shouldn't need to sell tickets. he you not sell tickets. You just bring mates. and Everybody does it. Yep. You have to do it. That's the have, fucking graph, man. You have to. Everybody done it. Carol Cox, John Digweed. Everybody fucking done it. That's that's basic promotions. That's how it always happened, and it probably always will happen to an extent. Until you're that promoter, until you're running that club, you'll not you'll not really understand it. Mm-hmm. And i done it, and I took my chance, and I'm still there to this day, thirty years later. I mean.
0: It's, it's just, it's, it's so easy to understand it cause people, even if somebody's booking Carl Cox, if you're a promoter, you're booking him because you know he's bringing a crowd. Yes. If there's a new young DJ, you're booking him because you know he's, he's, he's doing well, he's got a wee fall and he's gonna bring a crowd. Aye. It's just fucking, that's how it is, that's, that's it. why you're booked. Nobody goes, who's that cunt, never heard them. him. Nick Hunt follows him fucking let's get him on I am on Archie's main stage up you I, go it's just
1: it's just it's common sense isn't it <laughs> it's it's total common sense and you listen I wish it wasn't sometimes I wish you could go that guy's a brilliant DJ he doesn't know anybody but <laughs> he's a brilliant DJ and he'll rock the place etc but it's unfortunate it's not like that it's not like that I, I, was, I would say back in the day people were more inclined
0: to take a chance on new talent maybe they liked Oh, for instance, I'm sure if you went and played up in Aberdeen and there was a DJ up there and he went, he's fucking no bad or whatever, they'd maybe like get him down here us, you know, aye like, aye. that kind of vibe. I don't know, he swaps it. I swapsy kind aye. Of thing, but it was, but no certainly no no nobody's taking any risks on anything unless people were going to
1: deliver. That's <sighs> half Let's not talk about this. Nah, <laughs> <not>. But anyway, <laughs> going back,
0: dance music's blown up. You're starting to mm. DJ. Give me a couple of tracks That stick out in your mind This is before you are really Like fucking John Mancini DJ This is you just bubbling under This is it's just Dance music kicking off What are they?
1: See back then was different Because we played a bit of everything From house music To garage That's US garage Acid house Bit of techno Soul, funk Big beat etc And that was the beauty Of back then There wasn't really pigeonholed Into certain Aspects, Certain genres of music mm-hmm. He just played What was big at the time a, a, For instance We'll play the next track It's a big one for me And it, 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 was, it was massive back then But it, it was a game changer So to so, soul Keep on moving Brilliant <laughs> it, let's do it A fucking
0: band, a brand,
1: thumping bass for a loving race. They had the whole thing. They had, they had the they had the fashion. Ever- They'd done a fashion show. I went to see them in the SEC in Glasgow. They'd done a fashion show before the gig went, or something. A Aye, a fucking fashion show like Sis. And it was I had, the, I had the funky dread, long sleeve top. I Thought it was the dog's boss. It, <laughs> it kind of fitted
0: in nicely with that dealer soul hip hoppy kind of vibe as well, didn't it? The, Dance crossover, just it was, fucking. That was everything the back then,
1: Mal, that, that was that for me was the beauty. As you said, you had you'd you, had, you had NWA, you had Dela Soul, you had Jungle Brothers, etc. And that was a huge crossover mm. into the dance scene. It was a crossover that just was the dance scene. Right. You'd have Joe Smooth. You could have Italian House, Last Rhythm, Rich and, uh, FPI Project, etc. Alongside Dela Soul playing Della Soul, and it was it was Soul. magical. It was just, it was great. It was just great. I might look back just fondly with fucking misty eyes, like an old bastard. But the the quality of the music was was great for me. It really was because I think it was coming from jazz, funk, disco, soul, and it progressed. You'd a bigger pot to choose for, you, didn't you? Aye, there, but there wasn't as many records. I mean, nowadays there's fucking mm-hmm. ten thousand releases a day. A record no. would stay in your box for fucking ages, wouldn't it? Well, you you picked a tune. If you, listen, you're, playing, you're paying £10 for a track. Right? You're getting right. your money's worth. You're fucking playing that. Right? <laughs> you're nurturing that, right? That's sleeping in your bed with you at night. Right? Was there any tracks that you paid £10 for and for I
0: don't really like it, but I'm getting my fucking money's worth. <laughs> <the> I'm <time.
1: laughs> playing that again. I didn't like it. I paid £10. Quid. <laughs> and that, yeah, NWA, 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 straight to Compton album, 20 quid. But 20 final. Uh, Input. I, I, I masturbated furiously that day when I picked up, <laughs> up. the way to
0: get it <laughs> aye <laughs> that, that's how I discovered 23rd it was my mate who was into hip hop heavily heavily into hip hop like more than me he was like fucking he was actually like a scratch DJ and like fucking all the clobber all the time was it just even a weekend thing for him and then he signed a track to 23rd he put one of his records out it was a lifestyle aye uh, fucking up it was was like, youth what culture? fuck
1: it was youth culture and the probably listen youth culture is probably the same as today in certain aspects it's youth culture and, the, and the music and fashion and stuff and dance music or other types of music but it encompassed life for me back mm-hmm. then as a, as a as a 35 year old
2: <laughs> <laughs> Are as you a
1: 35 <laughs> <laughs> as a young kid listen I'm 15 Two weeks. Hiya. Hi.
0: Congratulations. Fuck Look it, it, man. Thank fuck. <laughs> thank fuck. This is a fucking podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so, I think it's no vlogger. Ah, vlogger. Man, think anybody can see the state of the two There was um, you missed the you said you missed the first gig, but you go on the second gig, yes. And then, very quickly, you became part of the foundations of Street Raven. You've been on the day of loads of gigs. You're building yourself learning your trade as a DJ. The scene's grown. Was there a time when you kinda of thought, I'm a a fu- I'm a fucking DJ? This is what I'm doing. I'll tell you when it was. It would
1: be 1992. 1982. And I got a phone call back in my mom's house. I don't know how they got my number. Did you have a fax machine? I probably I did aye. I. I didn't absolute nonsense. <laughs> and I got a phone call for Radio Fourth. Radio Fourth. Phone me up. Says hello. It's on My well, just to phone you up says that you've won. You've become runner-up and DJ of the year in Scotland. I'm like, what are you on about? I had no idea what what she meant. It's a stepping out awards. You've come second. I was like, you've not even entered in? No, I didn't know nothing about it Has it been people, voted by the yes? It's voted rails. by the public. And I'm going, people like what I do. Some some people don't. Mm-hmm. Some people actually like what I do. I'm like, this is fucking weird. And I went, who's won? I said Tom Wilson. That's a fucking fix. <laughs> <laughs> Tom won it, and I'll never forget it. I, I, I met the first time I met Tom was that night. So did you came runner up then, second place. Came runner up, and I was fucking less stuck and Tom. Well, I went. went he, he presented me with the award, and he came up and he whispered in my ear and he said, "We know who should have won." And Tom's like, You're wrong, right, Tom, he? and he went, "No, me." <laughs> That's what he done to me. That's that was Tom. No, Tom was Tom oh, was wee... absolute fucking. He'd his eye. But i still got that up. I won it to run up that year and run up the next year I think it was. And then they changed it into hardcore DJ and stuff right, right. and stuff and it's a sparkle for me a wee bit. Uh-huh. But to be forty done, which is probably the biggest dance show in Scotland, mm-hmm. by a mile. Yep. The step out award, step out show. And a guy who was a legend to me and and to come second twice was I was like, wow and I didn't know nothing about it I didn't know I didn't listen to Tom's show that much if I'm honest sometimes I would here and there um, but to be voted and I went well done
0: I was, saying I was probably quite proud of. especially like when you're looking at the dates all at fucking marketing and all that to become even a contender to just like be wrong up and go eh I've, what oh, brilliant you know I it was, must have genuinely been a great surprise it was it was fucking great it was great Um credited for something that you're passionate about and
1: aye aye uh, it, uh, it, it was it was it was magic it was just, it was just uh, why are there moments in life where you sit and say to yourself you've done alright
0: aye you've, you've did you, you feel like then was that a turning point you're going I'm a fucking DJ aye
1: that probably went as I said people are actually voting for me people have actually went out the road and said early signs of legend you, where up. Early you early never signs. got that because you, you never got your People blowing smoke up your ass mm. on internet and social media and fucking people being fake as fuck and all that shit. People actually genuinely either had to write in. Oh, you seen it in their eyes on the dance floor? What was that about? You just took it that everybody done that. He just took it to get <laughs> everybody was it was DJing and everybody and everybody enjoyed their cell and had a great night. See, I always done the last tour. I done a warm up at the pavilion because it was a it was a Sunday all day Started at two and finished at two on a Sunday, which is weird. But anyway i do the first two or something Warm up And I loved that part of it And then You'd just do The big tunes last two Send everyone up Road with a smile on their face <sighs> That was it if, See if you didn't deliver that for me you, You'd have Fucking okay, never Stabbed you mm-hmm. <laughs> There i just saying No that's not happening you just lead them up All the guests you get to do they bit in the middle And you as resident Come and say Listen just play Some nice big happy tunes Throw in the odd Different stuff etc And send them home As you said Happy Did you do any talking to Mike? No Never once the odd time I'd pick the mic up and go welcome to Street Dave mm-hmm. and that was just it just get a ch- the ch- ch- cheer then back in that was it a, that was the odd time here and there um, mics weren't used really. uh, that, was, that a- was the whole difference as, as well with the, for the 80s and stuff Smashy and DG DJ he was finished no, no, he just never done that yeah. in this. It was a different thing.
0: But even look at guys like Carol Cox; they still kind of continually. Oh yes, oh yes. Ah, yeah, they pick up the mic and say. But then again, that's where they're coming through. They they came through that era, didn't they? We had to introduce songs, and so there's maybe a bit of that, in them still going.
1: I I, I like it the odd time, the odd time where it's done, with no right through. I would sometimes say at the end of street Dave night, last June for me. Thanks for coming, blah yeah. blah blah. Love you, Steve. That that's that's it. Some guys do it. Carol Cox is very good at it. If and when needed, did, he's very good at it. Yeah. Just saying the right things at the right times. That's it. So it's it's, MCs, I don't like. I am <laughs> the
0: But yeah, you know, I genuinely. I mean, I, I. You know, some people class m- me as an MC. I, I. I don't like the guys who. They're on a mic, and it's not about the music. It's about them. It's not about you, mate. Sit back down and shut the fuck up. A good MC just, is just paper the music knows when and when not to aye. these guys are just fucking aye. and you're just I don't know how many even when I used to collect like fucking DJ tapes of artists and bands that I liked I don't know how many were ruined by fucking some MC out his tits shouting right through the mix and and I think every event even street rave events the the the, vol- the many a night suffered for a fucking MC fully himself his in importance aye but then bizarrely, you get people who love that fucking MC vibe. Well, I
1: think it's their choice, isn't it? Aye, but fuck's sake. For man. me, it's not for me. Aye. No. D- d- to, to be fair, I, I can't really say. I have fond memories of my my, my old buddy MC Lee, who unfortunately He's is the here now? Passed but, away, didn't he? But he um he we we had some fantastic nights together because he was he, he was when he was needed. He was he was decent. Picked everybody up. Yeah, he done it. He done it, and he was he was a legend in the street. they circle. circle. Um, so um much as I don't like MCs, there's certain times when I did like them. Mm-hmm.
0: That's all. So things are just moving on. Things are picking up on your career, your DJing. When did you start moving further afield, playing outside Scotland, and even touching on your radio residencies later on? How when did all that come about? <sighs> um street raves becoming a force isn't it the parties are getting better well, street, the there. street
1: raves is coming bigger but at the same time we needed to change things and then we, we, we introduced colours when was that what kind of use was that 1996 right 1996 um, and the first night was up in the vaults in Edinburgh it was Masters at Work and we taken a different route because the scene had changed
0: you just went full house then with colours
1: the, f- the f- scene had changed it wasn't a rave rave and he had like said resurrection and there was there was big things going on and the scene split much as i spoke about it was house and garage and acid house and techno you could play about everything the scene did split the scene went they either rave rave as a hardcore mm-hmm. and etc i don't really know much about that thing it became bigger raves and people was it it was a sort of Slightly darker, more sinister side to the scene for me. I, I might be miles out here, but and then we went into the house. We stayed with the house. That's what we done. David Morales, Frankie Knuckles, etc. And still with it, with the live acts, with have API project, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, but it split, and we didn't know what to do. The big graves. We told them big events here and there, but we didn't know what to do. The raves. and we we, we introduced colors, and that that was for longevity for us. I think we were we were spotting. That was that was it was the right thing to do at the right time. As you can see, resurrection. That uh, much as it's fun next month, they they frittered away and all that big graves and all that stuff mm-hmm. frittered away. Also, progressed. you're coming
0: out of the criminal justice bill and all that, and there was there was that. What the fuck's going on here? For a couple of years, you know, like clubs were no white to date, you know, like a rave thing, and there was like what the fuck's going on? And then I suppose even like called, calling street rave, you wanted to distance yourself from that rave. Tag. Well, at we, the time.
1: we we wanted to be bigger and more quality as as, as that's what we think. And we've seen the likes of Cream came along and Ministry yeah, Sound came super along, clubs. the super clubs, and we wanted to be part of that scene. And that that's where we changed. We had to change the whole image, everything changed, and it worked for us. Mm-hmm. It worked for us. We were, we were probably the biggest promoters in Scotland by a, by a mile through all the years. I there's some great promoters still out there and done some fantastic things, but. Overall, in my opinion, we have mm-hmm. been the biggest and the best out there, and we made that decision in 1986 to progress down that route, and it worked for us.
0: You go to DJ alongside Hunter's amazing oh, acts, heroes, fucking people,
1: acts, DJs you looked up to. Everything. The 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 scene, the scene got pretty crazy, By probably the late 90s, where I was going to play the Ministry of Sound and going fucking fucking Manumission in Ibiza and all these clubs i dreamed of playing in and, and being able to go and play a couple of times, a good few times at like the clubs in Ibiza. And it was great. It was fantastic. And then the Millennium came and went and I was DJing with the biggest fucking guys on the planet that I, that I had looked up to. Mm-hmm. Frankie Knuckles, Eric Marillo, Roger Sanchez, Sasha Digby. We were obviously friends with Sasha and Digby before, but it just progressed. And every week I would be... DJing alongside the guys who were the front covers of these magazines. It was it was pretty yeah, surreal. They're getting crazy wages as well, aren't they? Getting crazy. Aye, but it was just it was just it was a great learning experience as well, where I, I learned how to be a proper DJ. I wasn't just doing the last year on big tunes and stuff you Through working with other DJs. Working with other DJs, seeing what they had done, picking up what they had done, looking at the tracks they played, how they how they played it. And what order etc how they structured their tracks and I would learn listen I made a fucking up of loads of, load of times but being in being in their company really helped me
0: and you have to bring your A game when you're in a line up with you these guys to,
1: you have to and it's nice getting when the odd guys say listen that was a great warm up and they ask you to do it again because well, listen if, if you are shit warming up see if you blew it then the guy will just All bind right. to the promoter don't let fucking him All
0: do right. it again I mean and it is as- Something my game we spoke about countless times. The fucking warm up is the most important part of the night. That's the foundations of what the rest of the night's fucking built. By a mile. You fuck the warm up up, it just snowballs in the rest of the night, did not it? That's it. You take it too high, or you keep it too low, and it flat lines. You fuck it up. Mm. No, lot of folk can go into a fucking warm ups, a correct warm up set. No, there probably is, isn't it. There? Because there's maybe nowadays people are just like, "That's my fucking ten peak time tunes. That's what I'm playing." I don't think. And to be fair, I've not been out to any new sort of nights rent, so I don't really know if there is that mentality there. But for what I've
1: seen, I've not. Listen, warming up is like sex, right? You don't just get the fucking knickers off and fire saying. No? <laughs> yeah, right? You don't. It's the foreplay. Uh-huh. You can of just can't. She's going to like, oh, see him. See him every minute, every time. Two minutes and done. Out the road. That's what it's like. <laughs> be nice. Caress the fucking crowd. <laughs> be nice. Take them up slowly. Uh, whisper in it in yes. the crowd's ear. Oh. Well,
0: wow. <laughs> no, you're right. And and then that just sets up the next guy, who sets up the next guy, and, se- and it just fucking s- sets the crowd up for for the journey ahead, is not it? Aye. That was good. What you're saying, like you do de- you, you did de- the first couple of years, and then the last couple of years you're doing de- because the then you're getting to experience the fucking, the be- you know, the yin and a
1: Yang kind of Aye. thing, isn't it? I I found myself, as a resident DJ, I was flexible, Mm -hmm. and it has its its pros and its cons, I probably couldn't home in so much as to my, 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 listen, I liked I liked all dance music, but there's guys make a certain sound, and they stick to that sound, and it works for them through their career, etc, but I was right across the board, Mm -hmm. and it did it help me? It probably did, as in I could be put on at start night, I could go sit in the middle, I could go at the end, and I could follow this guy or that guy. There's times when I said, no, no, I can't follow him. He's totally out there, he's different from me, etc. But most times I could be flexible and adapt my sound to go with what was on that night, what time of night, who was on DJing, etc. Because I had a genuine love for dance music. That was it. Mm-hmm. A genuine love. People may say, you're fucking shit mate. But for me, I had a genuine love for dance music. Right across and the board.
0: The music you were playing at that time and that gig or whatever. Is that? do you do a lot of digging or a lot of homework before gigs that were coming up?
1: I did. I just set up my loft and stuff and practicing your mixes. And I didn't practice mixes. No, just you'd find the right tracks. Find the right tracks. Like that was it. And then you had a bag. You had a bag of vinyl, which only held 8 to 100 tracks. So you had to be Serious as fuck. You sat there for four and five years, going through these tracks And see. This is what I need to take. If you're traveling abroad to go and do gigs, gigs, Spain, Portugal, whatever I was 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 doing, it was it was. I, know, I can't. I can only take one bag here because of the flying restrictions, etc. For weight and everything, and you go. Can't take all that stuff. No, it's fucking a USB. And you've mm-hmm. got everything in there, but you had to be. Pretty selective and pretty careful and you go. What oh, for this crowd's like that? How'd I go this way? So you were limited. You were how did well you? Limited. How did
0: you lay out your books Was it like? Did the the, the tracks reflect like the building a night? Or yes. Aye, aye.
1: I, I used to I used to mark them, um, and I'd, I'd have deep and then have one to ten, and I'd have markers so if it was deep and it was one, it was really mellow, and then deep and it would be ten would be the slightly harder of a deep. So I'd different categorise. I remember some guys cause that? so. So what did you have? What was your, your car? deep then. You remember? Them? Deep it'd be it'd be mid, it'd be anthems, it'd be I but I can't even remember. Uh-huh. It's that fucking long ago. And I used to put the white label in the records as well. So people wouldn't know what the Not fuck right it was. When I found stuff I used to go to Eastern Block in Manchester and pick up tracks and stick the sticker on it so his the computer on your these guys looking over like what's that fuck off because <laughs> that's that. unfortunately
0: that, that's how it was back and, then and, and having the tunes go to other guys because he's fucking his sets are amazing he's got this I've never heard anybody play it, aye, that's it that's it nowadays it's Shazam'd and the big guys, boom, guys. Right. and when did the radio gigs start coming about how did I that come about?
1: At, Tom Wilson gave me my first break uh, I covered for him a couple of times made a complete and utter fucking arse of it but anyway uh, Tom gave me the, the buzz for it I'd done pirate radio and a, a radio station called Radio Chaos, which was local to me. we just done it ourselves up in the room. Fucking just talking to my pals and, and expecting the door to be caved in any time with the authorities. Um, and then I progressed from there and Tom gave me a start. And then I went to Clyde, um, probably 2000, 2001, i uh, thing called The Colours Mix, which ran for maybe six years or something. Mm-hmm. And DJ name is pretty crazy. I was DJing constantly um, doing live stuff for them and then became resident of privilege. Fucking okay, hell. And I there's your him. fucking
0: phone. You I answer that? I switched That's a wife. Keep going.
1: <laughs> 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 uh, and and then stuff with Colours. Colours was massive. We had one club of the year at the Art Day for, in the UK and then the Archies was was Peaking and and we were fucking massive. The artsy man. We were right. great, We were doing so much great things, and the, the radio thing was was just icing on the cake. And that, that got me work everywhere, and I loved it. Just putting your name in everybody's house. It was networked. It was networked around Scotland. It was on T. It was on North Sound. It was on 4th It was on. It was great. It was just great. It was, uh, the, was bus, you, the bus The were talking on doing a wee bit of talking. And it that was full show. It was a full show. I'd done a three year show. And fucking three hours three hours. well that and we'd done the Midnight Mix Right. and I got guest stages
0: and back then and then you ran away to your gig that night the, the Midnight Mix was on well.
1: aye um, see the Midnight Mix was, was pretty exclusive for us because we were recording people at the Archies or they were sending stuff and nobody could touch us apart from Radio 1 probably because obviously they had they were Radio 1 mm-hmm. but we had Scotland and all these guys were coming to work with us and down in England, maybe else would get all these guys together because they would have different loyalties, et cetera, yeah. but in Scotland. The guys, we had, we had carte blanche and most of the stuff. Pressure would be our nearest rival, but we had carte blanche and a lot of the other big guys. And we were recording mixes about exclusive and I used to get emails and stuff, colours, forum was, was going then which was oh, the website it chat forums one of this, right Jesus was, was the chat forums and we were getting people from Peru and Colombia and Argentina asking about what this track was and this track and this because it wasn't the same didn't they tell you other the tracks they didn't know half the tracks because they were recorded live and these mixes would go and they had colours mix on them Radio Clyde and Clyde One, and they were, these mixes were all over the world but Clyde didn't they see the benefit of this sometimes he said listen your station's name's Worldwide, in certain aspects, because of these mixes, are gone everywhere. But they didn't see that. They didn't see. What do you mean? They didn't get that.
0: But they might be just thinking regional and fucking.
1: That was it. That was what it was. But I, I love my time at Clyde. It was good. Um, I met some fantastic people. I met some fucking assholes like, but I had some fantastic times at Clyde. It was, it was, a, it was a good environment to work in. And it, it slightly moved. The, the dance scene slightly moved for there and they ditched the shows. But uh-huh. there was some. Some we Leanne up in the fucking flats had wrote something doing our wee log and didn't they like the show or something. Came yeah. you had to fill in the Rajar things and uh-huh. that's how they get their listening figures, it's Rajar you fill in a diary. That's how it works basically. Fucking yeah. And somebody didn't they didn't they listen that week or something and they just decided to ditch it. So what kind of year was that? I don't really know. If you had a good six years of ah, it, probably still five or six years. Man. It was great. It was great. Big Trevor came on board. Um, Huggy was there. He was in the off Experience. We'd, we'd done tours in Ibiza, full week in Ibiza live and all that stuff. It was fucking Brilliant. great. It was just, back then, you just, you, just, you, just, you just went with it. But looking back, it was like, that was fucking pretty decent. I mean, at the time, you're probably that busy, you can't even appreciate what the fuck's going on. I didn't appreciate it fucking recording life—it's Space Terrace and the Sundays with Eric Marillo and stuff it's live exclusively on Clyde but they didn't understand how exclusive and how big this was mm-hmm. and how iconic I this was I bet you kind of knew they're fucking going fuck's sake that was pretty way ahead aye I said it was it was it was fucking great because we, we had the inroads and the huggy head contacts and stuff and we were getting into these places because it's almost a p- norm now but back enormous. then it was
0: like fuck. That's this is a fuck. If you were a dance fan, that was a fucking big exclusive, wasn't it? To was, even hear that, because you'd love to have been there, but it's in your fucking house now.
1: It was, was massive. It was just massive. Some of the things that we don't life of passion and all that stuff. And you, you know, it's just every every internet station is mm-hmm. recording life of somewhere or whatever. Um, but aye, we were we were we were dead well back then. It was it was good times. Just
0: loving it. Is. Is there any tracks there that you'd go that's a fucking defining moment from that fucking Probably that, that era that era would be that, would you say sorry, would you say that's that was your peak time as a fucking DJ? Round about that time. You're on the
1: radio, you're playing everywhere all the fucking world. Uh prob I'd peaks and troughs as DJ. Right. But that that was a that was a purple patch. That was a purple patch. A purple that patch great. is a good thing. Purple patch is a good thing. Right. I didn't Aye. know that. Aye, purple patch is a good thing. It was great. It was it was DJing everywhere in the fucking world. Um It was good times. Track reminds me, of, and reminds me, of I beat that as a whole, as Roger Sanchez. Another chance. Will we play that? Play that. wait <laughs>
0: Then like that was Ibiza, that, th- super clubs everywhere. Was that a, a fucking mega high point? Or was saturation? Or what? You know, where were they about I think
1: I think around about the millennium, dance music in the UK couldn't get any bigger. It um, was everywhere. Uh, it was everywhere. It was massive. Ibiza was flourishing for the next four five, six years, and then it took a dive. um, It was, it was pretty weird. Some of the clubs were still doing fantastically. Went back under. Um, but dance music in the UK probably wouldn't see those glory days again there is nowadays you have cream peels and you have some big festivals not, not as many as there was then but but back then you had you had global gathering you'd have the again it was just to kind of start and it was a
0: few years into
1: these kind of festivals Winter, not it aye it was, was massive it was absolutely huge back then. but the UK has never recovered as a whole as I said it's quite healthy in certain aspects but back then every part of the UK was 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 on the TV. Was was clubbing. Was everything. It was, it was, it was good times. And it progressed, and it went down. Sorry, it went downhill. Until the likes of whether you like it or not, the EDM scene came along. What kind of year are you talking about? Probably 2010 10, 11, 10, 10. 11 12 Would be about right. Um, and much as you ever hate the guy, David Gettle would be the the guy who created that resurgence but even before that he was like a fucking heavy credible
0: great DJ. DJ wasn't he great DJ oh, he,
1: was, he was pretty he was, he was decent listen David guy is a great guy don't care what anybody says they can pick at those fucking shit they see on the, the internet oh, all the fucking CDs no playing and stuff that's butter bollocks right you might not like what he does production wise you might not like but the guy is a fucking genuinely nice fucking guy and he DJs live every time I've DJed with him whether it be in the arts whether it be on his big concerts or something Ingolson or Brayhead whatever we done he played live I've seen it I'd be the first one to say no he fucking didn't he mm-hmm. but he did and he's a genuinely nice guy whether you like his cheesy productions I said that's up to you but he single handedly changed dance music because he conquered America he went and conquered it where guys like Oatenfold Sasha Digway they tried and they failed they still were big enough yeah, DJs you might
0: say that they helped fucking they cut the trees doing a wee bit for them to come That's through it's really weird
1: really weird because dance music started in America, yeah, in America and then we fucking sold it. them it back and we sold them it back Man. it's fucking really weird really fucking weird you could, you
0: could well no go into it but you could be heavy about it and just say it was a race thing you know it was, it was like it was like rock and roll it was like jazz blues stolen for blacks uh-huh. and fucking exploited by the white men then we fucking sold it back to them
1: you know Probably, probably a bit of that right there We bit um, of on that side of things no but the whites the whites probably wouldn't have took off the blacks in America they didn't want fuck all to do it because mm. they were white and the blacks said that's their thing because they had that the disco and you know, all that yes. shit didn't they and they, they wouldn't have took it but it's went, as you say, it's went out, out to the, the rest of the world and then they bought it back Aye. bought it back for fucking White Europe, yes,
0: White Europe. It's basically. fucking mad, man. And there's got to be an element eccentric. of racism in there, isn't
1: <laughs> probably. Aye, unfortunately.
0: And in a, in a scene in a genre that's about togetherness and one love. Aye. At the core, of it. Aye. There's we fucking stinky undertones here. Agreed. There.
1: agreed. Um, but David Gear done done what I said. A lot of guys tried to succeed, mm-hmm. didn't they? Unfortunately, didn't they? So would you
0: credit him as? Sort of kickstarting the EDM. Yes, hundred percent. Do you know who I would ki- I would I would say is responsible for that big EDM? The sound, of the big boom, boom, boom. The, the, the tracks that just fucking went mental. Daft Punk owned the funk as the first time I can actually ever think of the big kick,
1: boom, boom, boom. Different, different, uh, different, different for me. Daft Punk were just innovators. Aye, but that's what I'm saying. Kickstarted not for, not EDM, for that, not for EDM. That's no. EDM sounds are slightly different because it was there was French house and that which we were hammering on through the years, Stardust mm-hmm. together, etc., etc. But the EDM sound was totally different for, for that for me. You might you might definitely uh, you might not think that, but I, I just, it was not. Well, totally, definitely was I. It was it was just it was different. It was different for me and David Getter... He he done the collaborations. He changed the he grabbed the the R&B side of it and flipped it on mm-hmm. the house thing, and that's what. And then fair and then everybody sort of jumped on it. The, the Europeans were on it quick, quite quickly, and it was all about noises and sounds. And for me, there wasn't a lot of melodies and stuff. It was all about noises. and. Yep. Listen, Genetic, there was some good EDM, e, There was some good EDM tracks. Um, it was a pretty successful time. For me, DJing wise, etc. Uh, and for, for colours. But uh
0: Sorry, I sort of lost its bit of its soul. Have you ever came to a point in your career where you've just went, fuck it, I'm out? Have you have you ever been there? Oh for an office? Yes.
1: Many a time. Many a time. What, um What keeps pulling you back
0: in? You're obviously your love for music, but
1: The DJing gets pretty difficult as you get a bit older. Uh, probably not doing as many high profile gigs as he would as he used to do I don't mind DJing less I don't mind it um, but I still play some fucking great gigs some cracking gigs out there but the scene's changed totally it's it's healthy in some aspects there's, there's a lot of crowds and stuff and uh, big, big big events still going on and they're pulling in the crowds and stuff and it's big productions and stuff but the soul the soul has went for some of the scene there's a lot of things I like Glatterbox is, is doing great that's a fantastic brand there's uh, some clubs in Ibiza which is okay but there's a sinister side to it and the corporate side and it's it's fucking stale for me
0: you've always been quite vocal with, with, with things that you don't
1: like about the scene aye Um people maybe don't like it that's, that's the way I'm, I'm pretty honest when it comes to I'm pretty fair, I think, when, I come, when it comes to the scene, as in, <clears throat> I've seen it, I've done it and I know slightly what I'm talking about in certain aspects, people might <clears throat> disagree with that, but the scene as a whole has changed drastically, it's, it's corporate, it's it's, it's money, it's, it's, it's no, it's no what it was aimed at, it's no that one love, one dance floor, I don't care what you like or whatever you are, you come and fucking join me in the dance floor. We will be friends for that fucking night, uh-huh. etc. But that's that was that was what the scene was about for me. Do you think because it's became such a big, high-pressure
0: corporate business almost, that's that's a that's a fucking lending factor into it like fucking mental illness, suicides, what we're seeing that just seems to be getting more fucking.
1: I, I think a lot of the mental place. illness for me is a lot of young guys who are getting. Th- there, there's two aspects to it. All young guys are getting thrown in at the deep end who are just producers and they're getting plucked out of their bedrooms because they've made this track and they're getting thrown into these high anxiety high pressure stressful situations where you're up in that crowd the guy's probably never been in the club in his life half these guys they've not done the the time playing
0: the the fucking toilets and built up the experience to get to that big stage you have to do
1: do the the toilets you have to do the community centres <laughs> you know, a certain aspect to it um, that maybe mentally equips you doesn't it it does it does it, 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 it mentally equips you to rejection to losing a dance floor to being shit for a night to being great for a night mm-hmm. and it it's you get thrown in and I've seen so many young guys young DJs who go I can't handle this pressure because they're under so much pressure because they've just went for their bedroom to play in front of 10,000 people and they go holy fuck that must be fucking mad when you think about it Absolutely it? insanity and then there's other guys who have went up through their getting this track and being at the idolised and then uh, uh, just being cut away and the fall is probably greater than the rise the fall is a, is a serious thing for a lot of people you'll see it with anybody who's in a who works on radio works on TV works on, and the fall from grace from where you were to fall and you go that takes a lot out of you, and mm-hmm. that's a lot of stress. And you know, being that big, the, the, I'll tell you who done it for me. He said it, it was Eric Murillo. And he'd done what he done. he'd done. He was a bad boy for a bit. And he, he said it in many an interview, he said, I wasn't the top dog. And it took its toll on me. I wasn't the big man. I wasn't the number one. And he fell into a hole. What would that have been? Drinking drugs and.
0: Well it's quite Ours. well known what he uh, done
1: etc, I don't uh, want to uh, really talk about it here, but it, that, it's, it's he fell into a hole um, and he's probably had some counselling and he's got himself back up there and it, you have to accept that your that time moves on, time moves on, there's people come along who maybe not as good as you, but it's
0: their time, uh, it's their time. You he be the main man forever. You can't can't you be know. the main
1: man and that, that's, I think the fall for grace is quite a bit for a lot of young guys mm-hmm. They don't get that adulation to You go Well I've made that big track And I'm and everybody's fucking I'm the dog's boss And I'm asking for interviews And I'm doing this And i making serious money And you go And it's cutting back and cutting back and you go oh, Wait a minute here Where would I go for here? What's my path forward? And a lot of people are falling into depression
0: Because maybe they don't have anything to fall back on Or they don't have something else to focus on They just don't on. get that
1: Maybe that, that, that buzz That made them Feel good Or feel wanted or feel like yeah. they were the number one feel they were the dj and the fall fall's pretty serious at some no. points. but even before the fall i mean the, here's a
0: the thing here's a question for you did you ever have problems where like you're playing one of these amazing gigs right it's just a fucking it's amazing you can't even make it up it's that good and then you're back in your hotel room or back in the house and you're going, oh, it's, flat. Fu- it's fucking mad, oh, man. Fuck. That's quite a lot. That's a mean, you know, <sighs> I think a lot of folk, that's probably how folk turn to drinking drugs because they kind of deal with that. The lights are on and then fucking they're off and you're in yourself. Well, uh, how do, many, how do many you deal
1: time, with that? Many a time, DJing and you're up there and you're having a great time and people are being your best friend and all that stuff and you get your, it never bored me much. If I'm honest, it can be flat at certain times. You just go back and you shut the door and put the telly on it's fucking BBC News and you're watching it in Spain, etc. You go, What the fuck happens here? See, I was never a partier. I was never a drinker or anything that didn't bother me. Um I could handle that slightly. Mm-hmm. But I do get the for the the high, the highest of the highs to the flat, and you go, Is that it done? But if you were fortunate enough, you would have had other gigs booked for the next week and the next mm-hmm. week and the next week. You go, well, I'll still get that back. And it's just part of the job. Aye, aye. And to to, to to set your mind in that sort of path, that, oh, that'll still continue and you'll do your, day, your uh-huh. next gig and stuff. But I, I do get what you mean. For the highest to the highest, no, the lowest, but just flat. Aye. Just flat to nothing. Sitting in your hotel room yourself. Because I probably travelled quite a lot myself at the same time. You're sitting in this fucking hotel Can I table for one? <laughs> oh, that's a, I mean, that's a lot of folk don't even realise
0: Even, like, the travelling When you're travelling yourself It isn't much fun No, 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 no no. It's no fucking... People tell you... Uh, uh, I think it's all champagne and cocaine, did not they, man? It's like, where
1: are you going this week? I'm going Ibiza They go, brilliant, eh? no <laughs> I'm probably the only person That gets slightly depressed sometimes got Ibiza Ibiza just... The just, gig's
0: brilliant It's all sort of the shite
1: goes away. It. It's just... I just hate travelling I hate the hate the sitting in a plane when there's, listen people have worked all year and they want to have a great time it's their holiday charge on but the rabble and the noise goes like fuck it shut the fuck up <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to get to sleep <laughs> I'm on a night <laughs> yeah. shift uh, aye uh, to be fair I beat his low set sparkle for me at the same time that's maybe just being an old bastard but I beat his low set sparkle as well and I dig get depressed something's got I beat the, I'd rather sit and work in the house or DJ a gig here I I love the place but I hate the place do you not
0: think it would be like with, with all gigs that time when you're playing your music and you're DJing geez, that all day see everything else that goes away I just fucking let's cut that out Um aye would you happy if you had the magic
1: wand to be able to do that aye it'd be nice just to just listen that's that's I still, I still love DJing. Seeing no, it see at Harms. When you're in, it, in the, in the mix Hams. and doing it. Seeing no, it Harms, it's fucking incredible. Nothing's coming close. It's fucking incredible. Much as I don't like being up in that middle ring, but, but there's nothing better than you fucking rocking that crowd for that one, two hours and them coming along long way and knowing people and big, happy, smiley faces and dropping the odd. The odd fucking odd thing that they've never heard for years, or some fucking really, some boomerangs, and they're going, wow, holy fuck. You go, you go, aye, you've some really quite proud about doing stuff like that. And it's great, but when you go and the the shit, the travel, the shit fucking after it, the shit that comes fucking with politics, and the thing when you sit and you go, is it fucking worth it sometimes? Mm -hmm. And it fucking annoys me. Fuck it. I get so depressed traveling home at night. Two and three in the morning, the sun's coming up, and fucking you go. Oh, I'm too old for this shit, man. Sitting a Saturday night, you have to travel to Aberdeen and Inverness or something. You go, oh, don't want to do this. That's just that's. But insane. it's the
0: travelling and all that. I guess it's not. It's, it's oh. not. But no, if you actually think, would I just get to the gig, that I'm, I know I'm enjoying that. Right. <laughs> it's the shit in between, isn't it? That's, that's what you paid for. That's that's exactly that's it. What isn't you it. Oh, that's what you, you paid for.
1: Listen, don't let's don't kid ourselves. Uh, Money is a big element in it. Um, it's a big el- when, when you have to travel away and go through all that rigmarole and stuff and, and the, the hotel yourself and it, then the money is a factor without a doubt. Mm-hmm. Much as the gigs great and you go and play at the gig, money is is a big help to, yep. help to. It's, it's work. That's what you earn in a living. Right. You need it. to That's what you're Turner. getting. Like
0: you say, that's what you are getting paid for. You're not no getting
1: paid for the gig because that's the thing you're enjoying. The gig it? where I would I would go if it was nearby and it was a great gig. Go, well, fuck, I don't mind not getting paid. I'll come and play at that. Because I know it's a great gig and i I'm, I'm got to do something that, that, that I really enjoy and that's what I want to do. So that I've no problem sometimes the odd times saying I'll come and play for free. Not a problem. Mm-hmm. You're different, you miserable <laughs> bastard. <laughs> <laughs> hey,
0: I don't mind helping the odd charity like the next guy, but it's when there's just bombarded with, can you do this? Can you do this? There's only so much you can give until you actually need to get somebody to do a charity gig for you because you've got fucking bills to pay. Oh, we have got bills to pay. Um Aye, and I'm not going doing the charity gig thing because I know that annoys Bethis. As long as I'm raising money, great. But yes. there's questions to be had. But we'll not go there. No. So, where are you now man? You've got the, you've also got the the video stuff which is fucking brilliant.
1: Uh, I I started doing video. 10, 11, 12 years ago before it became all flashy and stuff and editing and all that stuff and, and I just said to myself DJ's not going to last forever um, so what else, what else do I like what's my passion type thing and it's creating video is really quite satisfying Do you see similarities between that and dJs It's being creative um, I've always said you're either creative or you're not plain and simple if you're not creative step out of the way just step and you do your thing on your your side of the fence, and leave the creativeness to people who do creative. That's not being blowing smoke up in your arse That's just fucking basics. You're either in or you're out. And I, I felt quite creative because I was a sound engineer as well. I could do Pro Tools and all this stuff. And it's the same sort of idea. Whereas you're putting stuff up, you're creating an end product that either looks or hears or sounds good. And videos, it's just a natural progression for me. I don't know why. But I just felt right to go and do it, and I've done videos for fucking everybody now. It's I mean, you, uh, before you got into it, had you been, had you seen it happening around about you? No, no. Or no does really. go, I was something go. I'm into that man. I don't really know, Mal. Well, if I'm honest, um, I started. I started. I'd, I'd seen it as a as a, as a 10, 11. So i have got a couple of cameras and i be start doing some the wedding and stuff and that, but that was that was knocked on the head very quickly <laughs> Fuck, that's fucking pressure <laughs> now anybody that knows me as knows me I'm quite straightforward and abrupt and a crabbit bastard <laughs> so working with the public at a wedding wasn't really my forte <laughs> can you can you no <laughs> well there was listen there was 99% of people were alright and then you met the one arsehole mm-hmm. who was just a f- arsehole and it was quite difficult for me shut shop, so that kind of going to get knocked in the head with the, with the weddings, but it progressed, in it? I started a thing called I started Colors TV. Um, it was I came up with the, the idea to say we need to start doing video and stuff. And that um, video wasn't big in clubs. It was bits and bobs here and there. MTV, Dance Floor, etc. We're doing tours, and I what I'm just trying to do some videos, and we we started doing videos. Tiesto was one of the first ones, I think. What was it? I can't remember. And it just progressed for there, uh, getting better at editing and What kind of year was this? 2010, 11, or what? Probably, probably just before that. But I think, I think, aye, 2008, 9, 10. Right. Um, it was in 4.3, it wasn't it? Widescreen to start with cameras. And it and progressed into widescreen stuff and different editing uh, interfaces and different editing tools. And, and i really progressed. And. I've done. I've done some alright videos. Oh, some of the amazing, best. Man. Not the best, but not the worst. And some I'm particularly proud of. But it's, it's there's a real satisfaction with taking some footage and some idea and and churning out something that people like or dislike. Because I, there's an end product. I, you're distilling and bottling the excitement of that night. There's an end product. See, see to work. I, I don't think I could work somewhere where I didn't have an end product. I like an end product to work it and you go and son, you can be you can grasp and go mm-hmm. I'm quite proud of that or I've done something or you give it to somebody near over the moon or they don't like it but I need an end product I think you're the same mm-hmm. whether it's paintings whether it's music you need an end product aye, aye. you need to get that idea and you need an end product it's just progressed for there I've done I've done i done a million videos now so, some Do you, know you like some you don't but see the thing is as well the videos
0: back then especially and even even to now they are the equivalent to to the colours and the other brands that you work with is what your radio shows were back then you know that was taking the brand the, the experience and putting it into somebody's room in their phone in their house and opening up that brand to a whole new audience the video's done that because you know that was the way you reached people who were no longer clubbing or never been in a club before you just went that's what you want to come and join and they see that on their phone or their computer and right. they go I'm going to that fucking next night well, that, I don't care when how much I'm going that was the whole idea
1: behind most of it as you said we have got fantastic nights here we've got huge nights why are we not showing people if there's a if there's a, a format that we can show these these people let's show them it and we started showing people what the artist was like and what our nights were like and, and we really rocketed we were still busy and we were still doing well but I mean for instance when we started doing when we had the EDM years as we call them laid back look and all stuff I think I think we went on like 25 sold out shows in a row which was phenomenal mm-hmm. I think it was but we were we were doing videos constantly and I'm not saying that was the, the factor it was the it's EDM key factor, but it was a key it was a it was part of it that was part of it um, we do the mixes and everything and people started going wow that sounds and looks we've done them live we've done live videos recorded live recorded audio and put them together and, and released them people went holy fuck and it was great watching them and you could just re that and you go that's what the artists were like there's there's one video that, that whether you like the track or not it's a Vici Levels and it's played it's laid by look. I know the exact clip fucking brilliant and I filmed it and we recorded the audio as well and we put it together and, and just it's just like it's, it's, it's mind blowing you caught the fucking moment it's the moment and you go and the, they're up on shoulders and the top's off and the fucking place is going absolutely mental so if you're anybody listening actually look up laid back look colours at the arches and it's levels that's playing of each of levels whether you hate the track or whatever check it out it, is, it, is, it is sums up the arches for me I the arches was techno I the arches was other stuff but as in the atmosphere in general people going fucking crazy that
0: is, mm. it in a nutshell? I, and I've actually stole that mix that he does and done it a few few times at gigs and that because he mixes it. Uh, Show me love. He does thief.
1: <laughs> thief. Hey,
0: who's normally Inspired by an exactly. RPG? <laughs> you know, but it's it was such a fucking genius mix, and you and I think maybe seeing that video and seeing it work. I've just went I'm having some of that man <laughs> I'm fucking having
1: some of that Listen sometimes you just got to Take your heart off and you go aye Aye I'm taking that That was good that you know, brilliant. That. See how he's done that That's brilliant And I'm doing that See he's kind of walk, Just bypassing Oh that, that's great well done And you go Why would you not take that mm-hmm.
0: Fucking give me some of that Let's just look fucking hearing a track Mixed to another track And go I fucking never would I thought they two going together or whatever I Want to try that or whatever you know Aye, that was brought there's also uh, there's a good few ones of uh, K- Carol Cox at uh, the Archies.
1: There is aye. Can't there's, there's there's that. a track called Super Beats. Is that one? It's it's I I think that I think there's a guy surfing. His mates hold him up with the cameras at the back and he's fucking sort or maybe Gareth Emery There's another Gareth Emery track a uh, video as well, and it's the these these defining moments are the arches for me. Aye. Would
0: that would I be writing and saying the Arches is your favourite club?
1: Oh, probably. Uh, uh, listen, there, there's there's things that mean a lot to me would be Air Pavilion. Um, certain other wee clubs here and there. Mercado and Edinburgh, which was just a great wee club. But the Archies was, was iconic. SWG3, SWG3 is phenomenal. It's up there. It's getting there. It's a far better logistically and far better rooms and far better scope to do certain things and they've got it they've got it they've got it spot on nearly down there it is fucking incredible SWG3 but the Archies is the Archies and I was resident there for 20 years fucking hell 20 years 20 years we were there and I was resident obviously and I I probably probably the DJ the whole of the world had played there the most more than anybody wow by a mile because I would do all the colours events I would do stuff for the Archies etc so I was playing there pretty regularly sometimes two three could be four five times a month for, for 20 years Brilliant. sometimes it was only once a month but and I played some pretty special gigs I've seen the changes um, good and bad but Archies was the Archies the Archies was when the Archies went off the fucking hell ah it's something else it was it was madness we were up protesting when they shot the place sure we were did that work did it fuck?
0: (laughs) (laughs) but we showed them (laughs) (laughs) save the Archies fuck
1: off (laughs) one more tune get the fuck see see if I'm looking back on it now it was probably the right thing it took that
0: do you think it would have went declined or it would have ruined it It would have done
1: something because the police were heavy on it and the police were looking for they were just hoping to step out of line there was have you been in it since they've opened I've. it again I've I've done the colours the, sorry the Archie's documentary in there oh right right. so I've done that documentary I, but they've reopened it since yes that. I've not been in since then that would have been great I, I remember
0: you did that you were saying like even just going in you've all the old signs and everything and Um, I,
1: I, I believe I'm barred for the Archies are you? I believe I wasn't allowed to come and play at it I've been told that I can come complain. play the new the new one aye I've not brought
0: myself to go in but apparently it's like the day markets
1: and stuff like that and a, it. I, I slightly understand some of it but it was quite a weird one when they saying aye you can come complain play at there was something on that's mad uh, I think they're just treading carefully if anything to
0: so try and keep away from that
1: dance thing just to keep away for anything I think they'd be dancing but I think they need to keep away from people like who are Higher profile with the arches mm. connecting with the arches, um, and I understand it slightly. It's not but I didn't like it. But I, I understood it, why they just went because they could get a picture of me. Right, we don't need the heat. We don't need the heat. They don't need it. They don't need it. it. Was it was it was it was high profile nonsense that was going on. Uh-huh. It was everywhere. It was in TV, the MPs' statement, etc., etc. And it was. It was sad when it went. And it was an iconic place, and it'll always be special to me but it's m- maybe looking back it was it was maybe the right time
0: maybe that's how everybody's holding it in such high regard now because it's over you know that way you, it's known until someone dies you go he was a fucking legend
1: well it, did, it, it didn't finish arches? in a l- <sighs> listen the the, the, the the death in it was, was drastically that unfortunate tragic um, but other than that the club was still at a high Apart from that, that low with the, the 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 wee girl dying, unfortunately, um, it finished on a high high. It didn't whitter away. It didn't. Do you know what I mean? How Clubs go. I don't know where, where it went, Mal. I have no idea. But looking back, we've been fortunate that the three have came al, came on board, and. Any money they made or what they invested back in, which is which is what I really like. They've really invested and kept investing and in making the club better. You're now in rocking the galvanizers better. and all that now. Made, they, they, they brought one room, they made another room, a TV studio, and then they went to the galvanizer, and then they went to the yard, and then they've built dressing rooms and they've built st- structures and built a different entrance. And it's fucking phenomenal. It's a absolutely, it's just a, a cracking unit. Better than the Arches in that aspect but it's not the arches. Mm-hmm.
0: that's all they were totally at one point then a roof terrace thing is that still there is a the roof road?
1: terrace Is there it's there it's just a small bit um, I think that, listen I've never seen them stopping progressing on it they just keep progressing and progressing and um, changing things as I said and, and investing money brilliant and that's what I like about it but the only thing I don't like about it is there's so many events <laughs>
0: nah, it's, honours, isn't it? it's fucking madness but that's what happens it's just attracting everybody to get a Get a short at
1: it. Well you've got the 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 the, the can sorry, the ABC unfortunately closed did it? fire. Oh the fire aye right, fire right. right. I, I did was it, thinking oh o- 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 two. Uh, 2 and no, I think they moved some of their to- gigs out there and aye. stuff. So there's been a rate overspill with a shortage sure, of venues probably in Glasgow. hmm um, Aye. That's where I sit there now.
0: So where are you at the new then? What's what's what where are you? What's John Mancini doing? Um, now?
1: Right now, um still doing video. I'm still DJing. Uh, not quite as much as I, I used to DJ, but that's the choice. Uh you're happy where you're at the I I'm I'm back in the studio doing some some music. Oh probably. Um I've decided I just wanted to go and make music again. Um house and disco and stuff edits and stuff. Um I it's good no I, I don't get enough time to do it because you have to earn a living
0: uh-huh. and I if you're in a living
1: you're in a living doing video work and stuff then it's pretty difficult but I'm still doing some cracking gigs some great gigs um, up and down the place that's, that's good That's good um, the scene as a whole as I spoke about is a bit flat in certain aspects but there's some great bits out there as well um, the festival we'll thing really seems to be going mental now did not it
0: if you if you look at um, you know, the new Tina parking, the what's that called? The transmit, transmit. in City Centre. There's a the riverside, there's also the Colour Fest But it seems to be people are just cherry picking now. I'm going to that. There's no that weekly I mint. Mean, that's talked a long time ago. Every week people would be forgot just cherry picking, I'm going to that night. Um
1: I think you're right, people are cherry picking events. And venues and gigs and whatever, and I think that's not a bad thing. Um, The only thing that does suffer is is there's no loyalty. Mm -hmm. There's um, you've got a bit of loyalty with nineteen ninety four, fortunately enough. But the punter is no no loyal anymore. They don't they don't go for a brand as much. They don't go and listen to the resident DJs as much sometimes. But they have so much choice. Mm -hmm. The choice is, is saturation. And you can see thirty DJs in Glasgow on a weekend. Aye. Who face Van Vart, Ferrer, board them. about everything, and during the week as well. Um, and the, the, there's less money for people, so they will cherry pick. Do you know?
0: how it's every time I see like a DJ's tour schedule, like for instance, let's just say Fat Boy Slim, right, or Chemical Bros, I think they're looking at a tour gig and they're going, "Fuck anyway, that, 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 that weighs night but where are we gonna go on Wednesday night? It's gonna be mega, Glasgow. <laughs> <I guess. laughs> it's always, uh... <laughs> it's always. <saying. laughs> else, just they'll fucking go nuts any night of the week. But it's it's, it's,
1: uh, uh, it's a a slor- sort of disrespect at the same time. Where does it go? I just got there on the Wednesdays. they so fucking Not got, go a Friday, in. Not got a Friday, Saturday nah. up there. They they, 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 they give the, those those days out to the bigger They no, don't get me wrong you are look at a fucking crowd up here half as bad as down there no. the crowd up here are mental <laughs> they're mental they're just great they're, just, they're up for it they do not give a shit they want to go and have a party and they're great and every DJ and every band I'll tell you I've said that for years to come to Scotland and play was whether
0: well, you're a rock band or a DJ in it.
1: never about the money half the time it was about uh, so many DJs I spoke to they always said when have we got to Scotland when did they asking oh we knew we were coming to Scotland we knew it was going to be great we didn't care it was never about the money or anything like that we just say Scotland's fucking great the Archies is great you've seen firsthand,
0: or not all, all these whatever you want to call them ALS DJs coming to the Archies for, for instance for the first time and playing and just going you know they've never played stadiums whatever and all that before but then there's something unique about a Scottish crowd something like the Archies and then they've just gone holy fuck what? What do they say? <laughs> what do they say?
1: Uh, here we fucking go, mate. Here we f- here we, here we fuck. Go where? <laughs> uh, that chant is is is, is infamous. It's oh, worldwide. I hate it. It's fucking there other it is it, Aye, but they, they 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 loved just coming playing here and they were getting blown away and, and you could see them standing up and going, "What the f- what the fuck is this?" I'll go back to David Getter David Getter's first gig in the UK was was colours. Ricky got him as a, a fu- his first UK first ever, gig. First ever UK gig was, and Ricky took a chance on him. Uh, I think Eric Preds was on, I think, and somebody else. I can't remember who it was. And and he and, and he all, never forgets it. Never forgets his first gig in the UK was was, was the arts in Glasgow. And I remember standing up, going, "What the fuck?" And and it was, it was, it was just mind blowing for him, and it stuck with well. him. And he called one of the tracks in his album Glasgow after it. Did he? Aye, I did I? Wow, well, I didn't know that. He um, just loved. He just loves coming here and that. These these DJs probably never experienced half this stuff and just arriving and this fifty percent of the guys have not got any clothes on. Well, tops anyway. Fucking hashtag tapper. Making faces huh? at each other and fucking swinging for each other's shoulders shouting here we fucking go it's just probably like what the <laughs> fuck is going on here <laughs> it's like a fucking football mentality isn't it <laughs> aye, aye, yeah, it's, just, it's just it's we take it for granted uh-huh. we totally take it for granted but we've always had that we have had that for Day Dot when I started DJing the, the the crowd participation has always been there aye. And, and it's been great and I'm eternally grateful for that sort of thing
0: it must be hard for like um you ever think about these are A-list DJs that are fucking stadium after stadium after mega gig after. There must be a certain level of complacency. where they're not even they're disengaged. They're not even fucking there. How how can you continually get blown away when your gigs are that massive? You need to do I, shite gigs to appreciate gigs yes, like the Archies and that's and why, that's why.
1: Even DJing, you don't you don't learn to DJ in stadiums. You just don't. they they're they're just these guys were playing just tunes for for a crowd reaction they wanted for to educate them or anything mm. it was just for sort of a reaction some matchup of fucking Seven Nation Army or stuff that sort of shit but to come and play in clubs and, and learn how records work how that dropping in that Particular track at that particular time worked with that crowd, getting the reaction back, getting the feedback, the waves back and forth. That's that's how, that's DJ and that's how you learn to DJ. You mm-hmm. don't fucking learn to DJ. Plenty thirty stadium tour, thirty stadiums. Sorry, in a tour, it's just flat. it's flat. Right. You listen by and make a fortune, a fucking fortune. You treat it like a king, but you're disengaged. All you're disengaged. you know getting that, that club. The club. Is totally different for the arena or big stage or whatever. It's totally different. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'd rather have a club with 200, 300 people who were into everything that I played and just loved it. I'll tell you a gig. I, I played at Keech Sorry, the Keach Club. Sorry. It's month? not called the Keach. It used to be called it was the Keach Reunion. And we'd done it about three years ago. And it was a, fr- it was a this? Saturday. It's, it's, I think it's got Furies in here. Oh, right, right, aye. And that's where it used to be called the Keach. And it was. 400 Street Ravers, original Street Ravers, originals, and it's I've actually recorded it on my Mixcloud, and it's just old school. Don't, don't get me wrong, I don't like playing fucking old school, but anyway, and it's it just goes off, it goes absolutely it. off. It's fucking nuts for the first piano I played at the end, and and they're all shouting and cheering. And you go, that's what it's about. Aye. That was that's it. It's just about just all so going the one direction, the one love, one dance floor. I can give me a cuddle. Who are you? I can. You're my mate for the night. I don't care. Blah blah blah. It's, it's it's not the same as. I hate I hate I hate talking like that. Sound like an old bastard. I hate it. But that's the fucking that's the facts.
0: I think you I think you've need to have experienced it to then look, to be able to look back on it and appreciate it for what it is, you know. And then when we're both fortunate enough, you can dip your toe and do the occasional old school night, and you just go. Ah, that's that's it again, man. That's that's what it's all about.
1: See, see that the, the new generation, they, they 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 don't get it to a certain expect, uh, extent with their phones and and social media and stuff and that, and I, I, that's that's no their fault. But what I don't like is them disrespecting the generation that actually created what they're involved in. Now.
2: Mm.
1: I had it the other week there. Some young guy had made a comment. Some wee guy that said, uh, "Glasgow's has been washed up DJ or something like that." Nae bother me. And this wee guy is about fucking twenty-two, and you got that? You've no even broke your foreskin yet. <coughs> you're fucking trying to give me a fucking hard time for something that I've actually been party. Mm-hmm. I create. I helped create what you're yeah, involved yeah, in. Yeah. You wee fucking dick. But you kind of get involved with this wee guy, you're fucking swinging about a bit like, that, around. That's the the total disrespect sometimes, just to be a wee wido. You go, who yeah, are yeah.
0: That's the internet is so it's just giving voices to fucking fools sometimes,
1: isn't it? Uh, right now, I hate the internet. I detest it. I fucking the, the, the internet has ruined society. Oh, that's fucked up, man. It's got some great aspects to it, but it's ruined fucking ruined society. the hatred, everybody. And listen, I'm 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 as guilty as anybody for going on my soapbox and having a wee opinion etc but it's ruined It that of conversation that of on a dance floor with a phone that of just living Mm -hmm.
0: it's changed it's it's, it's it's gave everybody the 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 thought that their opinion actually fucking matters and they can share it with the world and usually that they would just be like drunken
1: rants at a TV back in the day <laughs> every cunt can fucking tell everybody everybody has their opinion everybody knows they're right and then, then they, they go and search for stuff only what they want to believe mm-hmm. look I'm fucking telling you I'm right look there it's there aye okay mate okay no it's endless horrible can we talk about some tracks maybe
0: aye but I was going to say we'll, we'll just, I think we should wind, I mean that's we've been blaring away we could wind it up with I don't know. Are you got any of the productions, or is there anything you want to bring <sighs> uh, back it before listen, we
1: wind it up? <sighs> See, music's been the biggest part of my life, right? Probably bigger than most people in my life. Music has been my number one thing. Music's been your to mistress. Finish, <laughs> music was my first love, and it will be my last. <laughs> it's been there every every time through me. It's Helped me through good times. Helped me through bad times. Yep. And it's always there for me. And music is fucking just exceptional and special to me. And I've been fortunate enough that it's been... It made me a living. It made me a living being able to go and express what I liked to people who were like-minded. And it's been fucking great. It's been absolutely fucking incredible. And see anybody that gets that chance to be a DJ or be in a band or whatever and, and earn a living loving it. And just... Just live what you love. It's fucking fantastic. Fucking take the chance. Take the chance. You've got a dream. Fucking go for it. Mm-hmm. Plain and simple. Just go for it. Um, I can't really pick anything specifically that, that through all my years that would I would that would be stand out stuff.
0: There's just so much. What about some new that you're thinking? This is this is happening for me now. Um,
1: there's a few things. I, li- I still like what Defected do. Um, I like the disco thing that's came back round, this is the glitter box, Um it's good that that's came back, for me, because there's a techno thing that's that's huge at the moment, but techno, for me, most techno is overrated, and I had a full argument with somebody about this, and I said, most techno is overrated, because it's wishy-washy a lot of it, but there's some exceptional te- techno out there, but that seems to be the end sound at the moment
0: that's like the new deep house techno
1: isn't it yes really? it's 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 good when it's on a big sound system it's a great, a great production with lights and lasers and stuff and that and that's how it works but will it last I don't know I don't think so probably come up and down as, as quick as there'll still be techno clubs mm-hmm. I'm not knocking the techno clubs before the the techno fucking I think tobs I that genre's time to shine in yes the... agreed that's exactly what it is but it's pretty flat for me and and some I was used to dance floors that was that was up there that was cuddling, dancing, fucking mm-hmm. enjoying it, singing songs. Be except, it disco except, or a tallow or fucking yes, there was there was there was there was parts of that tune that was oh I remember that or big riffs and stuff. The techno hasn't got that as much for me. A hi hat coming in Disney not for you. <laughs> <laughs> it does it, it does it certain times. <laughs> yeah. But sometimes it's the energy and it's the raw sound that that's what that's techno. That's that's what it is. And I'm no fucking knocking techno before I get somebody at the chat me at the door. Remember when the, the Progressive
0: House The 2000s Kind of Progressive House Go to the fucking It's your time to shine And I remember In Ibiza And they try to get it to the super clubs And it just never worked Man You know No disrespect to guys like said Fontana, I thought was a brilliant DJ But merely Archie's kind of vibe Or a fucking Wee underground club Amazing nights But then Take it to like The fucking Amnesia Or a big main room Where it was Before it was All that big 1998 hands in air trance aye. then to go do all the chunky thing i just remember going there's a there's a time and a place for music and this for me wasn't working i don't think it lasted that long but it was well, just kind of like f- f-
1: late 90s to early 2000s etc was was the trance years the thing, aye. atb aye. blah 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 all that sort just of. fucking kevin and perry
0: aye aye but i mean like, to then try and make, make force serious. something I went serious I force something to be you're, like, you're the fucking next thing fill the boots
1: It went serious
0: does it work sometimes? no I think the fucking punters need to decide no some guy in a fucking office or something like that you know for
1: me right now music wise I have I have no idea where I'm at just now. if I'm honest I'm still I still just play what I like I still I'm still a house DJ I'll always be a house DJ I can go into the harder stuff the deeper stuff whatever but I never ever pigeon told myself. I ever.
0: think that's a, I think that's a good thing, and then I think that's how you've still, you've got longevity. Because see, when you tie yourself with the master some fucking genre, as soon as that goes done, you're going down with it. Right. And then people see you go, "Hi, no, hey I've always played deep house," and there are the other guys that are gone, "I've always played techno." Wait, what, are you, what are you talk? You know, you can see it, especially on social media. You know, if you tie yourself... I think just fucking you're a DJ. You're saying so many genres within house, my house DJ and that's a good place to be I think uh-huh. rather than going I'm Deep House mate. I've always been Deep House what, what are you talking about that's just madness does that make any
1: aye it makes t- total sense total sense um, you're pigeonholed aye when, a pigeon, when that pigeon's floats you're out <laughs> that's it man <laughs> you're fucking strapped to it's ankle
0: will be about a paper message
1: so I have no idea what you're playing are? at the moment but I'll send you a track and we can add it to the end of this right <laughs> is that a track that you've still to pick Start to pick it. Uh, I'll probably be a housey disco thing because oh, that's, think that's my thing at the moment. But uh, here it is. Brilliant. Listen mate.
0: Absolutely <laughs> brilliant. This sweet <laughs> chat. Folk why get in touch with you? Uh, what your Mixcloud,
1: Facebook? Uh, I know you're more one for Jordan singing about. It. Uh, my Mixcloud is is pretty pretty across the board as well for new mixes, to old mixes, to certain things that I've done even mixes. And there's a very good down tempo mix on it for back in the day it's got like innocence it's got some hip hop it's got it's got the chimes it's got loads of stuff that I'd done it a couple of years ago but that's I remastered it type thing and put it back up that's my thing that's what I'm listening to at the moment loads of cool tem- tempo, tempo kind of music tempo, no, no, aye. Aye. Uh, mixcloud john mancini just search for it um, john mancini facebook it's the same it's just under me everything's under me
0: brilliant oh it's been a good day. Uh, wee blether mate thanks for coming along
1: always a pleasure never a never a chore any messages to anybody? <laughs> <Yes. Hey. laughs> Follow your dreams. Follow your dreams, and let's not mention Brexit. <laughs> oh, we we'll end it there. That's it.
4: It was there for me and you. Now our world is changing, we got to see what we're gonna do. I know you're here for me, and I will always want you in my soul. I want you in my soul. I said I oh, want you in my love. love me is gold. The love to me is gold. Your love to me is gold. Me is gold. thing I can't control. This thing I can't control. The thing I can't control. Just let this feeling go. Don't let the feeling go. Don't let the feeling go. Want you in my soul. I in my soul, said, "Won't you in my soul? Your love to me is gold. Love to me is gold. Your love to me is gold. I thing I can't control. The thing I can't control. thing I can't control. let, let the the go. go. let the feeling go. let the feeling go. go. Won't you in my soul? Past been, but we can't let it go. Just looking back on all the things we've done, and I have noticed in myself I could've changed it all. Gonna make a difference in believing while we all show hope That I stand alone and try to lead the way I make my feelings known in every day And I've been seeing how you make peace with then so easily Now I know that love will be forever Code in time When it comes to changing I'm gonna be that one Don't have regrets for all the things I've done And I'm believing deep within the core of Every soul. Now I know the reason you won't ever let me down, no. Just give me something, I can feel it in my soul. When it comes to loving you, I lose my self control. Always knew that this was it, and you're gonna be the last. Never see the future come, to we can't get back. Go back and always back to get on true. Would it really matters is what's there for me and you. No our world is changing, we got to see what we're gonna do. I know you're here for me, and I will always. watch it in my soul? I want you in my soul. Won't you in my, you in my love can make this goal, love me this go. True love me this go. Thing I can't control. Thing I can't control. Thing I can't control. Let this feeling go. Don't let this feeling go. Don't let feeling go. in my soul? In my soul so won't you in my soul you Love is gold Love
2: me is gold Your love me is gold Think I can't control Think I can't control Think I can't control. Let this feeling go Let this feeling go Let this feeling go, feel go. in my soul?
0: sure.